to the evening queue. Hello, everyone. This is the show where we talk about shit that matters, like always. Um, yeah, you already know that by now. If you've been listening to all the episodes, which most likely you haven't, um, but we're trying to change that here. We're trying to give you good quality content. Um, but you know, it's hard. It's very hard. Um, just like my dick. Oh, sorry. Who said that? What? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you know, today we got a good show, like always, and we got our comedian coming on, the unfunniest, uh, funny, or no, how does it go, the funniest unfunny comedian, uh, that you've ever heard, doing some sit-down comedy for you with really unfunny jokes, so, uh, yeah, I think his, he's, uh, got a special theme tonight about coronavirus, that's right, which is very pertinent in all our lives currently, so, uh, stick around for that later in the show, but like always, uh, we gotta get into the monologue, but before we do, I gotta, I gotta say, um, you know, my voice is a little weird today, uh, a little lower, and you, you were probably thinking, well, Miles, did you, did you just go through puberty? Well, you know, technically I'm still going through puberty, like always, I mean, I mean, physically, technically I haven't, I, I already went through that, but mentally, oh, I'm still, you know, 17, 16, 17, I'm... You know, several years behind where I'm at in my physical age. So, uh, mentally, I'm going through puberty. Physically, technically, I shouldn't. But there, there are these days where my voice is is lower than usual, and uh, this time it's lower than usual because uh, I was smoking a lot of, a lot of, s- how do you say, cigarettes, darts. Yeah, darts is as we used to call them in in university. Um, hacking darts and breaking hearts. Um, you know hacking darts, right? Uh, and you're breaking hearts because the girls don't want you to smoke, but you're still smoking anyway, because you like it. Anyway, you know, why, why don't, why don't more people smoke after sex, you know? Because there's nothing wrong with cigarettes after sex. It doesn't, doesn't harm you at all. It's more of a relaxation, uh, thing. And, uh, you don't need it, but it just feels so good. Um, I'm talking from experience personally, but hey, you know, everyone to their own thing. So, uh, but yeah, I'll smoke... Smoking a lot of darts, and, uh, you know, you, this is how your voice sounds when, you know, your throat's kind of worn out, sort of. Um, yeah, but, uh, oh, man, but I'm I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this because the show demands it. The show must go on, as they say. So, anyway, I'm here for you, and uh, we're going to get into this monologue first. Um, oh yeah, and just so everyone knows, darts are cigarettes, right? Um, I think that's a Canadian, Canadian term, I'm not sure. But, um, 
Yeah. Don't want to get it confused with the most popular sport in the world, the world-famous Major League Darts. That's right. We actually throw actual darts at the board on the wall. Um, yeah. Most popular sport in the world, they say, right? According to uh, no one. No one. According to no one. Anyway, <laughs> sorry for those of you who play professional darts. But anyway, we're going to get into this, into this monologue. Okay, fine. Well, you know, we start off in the States usually, right? Today is no different because today uh, we had an... We found a, a 79-year-old Arizona man broke a Guinness World Record for golf with at least a 1,000 drives over 200 yards in a 12-hour time period. That's amazing, right? Each of his drives also had to be within a 35-yard wide grid. Amazing at that age, no? Yeah. Well, little-known facts about him. His ability to shoot long and straight also applies to his little swimmers. That's right. The ladies call him the straight shooter. Hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. That's what they also call me. Anyway. Um, in other Guinness World Record news, actually, a French free diver swam an incredible 394 feet under ice in a frozen lake in Finland without flippers the other day. Yeah. He spent about three minutes submerged underwater while completing the trek. Yeah. And when he came out of the water, his penis was even smaller than it was originally. Yeah. You know, because French guys have small penises. That's a stereotype, right? I'm pretty sure that's a stereotype. You know? Look it up. Meanwhile, in Toronto, a beaver was found to have wandered into the subway station late last night. Authorities said the beaver was notably afraid and on edge about being among so many people. And rightfully so, right? I mean, wild animals, you know, being among so many people, they're just not used to it. Um... Which makes sense, because beavers are usually used to being exposed to one person at a time, right? Unless they're the slutty ones, you know? I'll just let you ponder that one for a second. Yeah. Beaver means vagina. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, recently in Pennsylvania, a McDonald's location suffered an embarrassing scandal when a scam artist claiming to be the CEO of McDonald's phoned the location and ordered the manager to purchase a certain number of gift cards at local convenience stores. The fake CEO almost got away with $4,000 worth of gift cards. Yeah, 4000 The question is, why didn't he try for more? All that scamming for a mere four grand? Come on, man. I was trying to, if I was trying to scam a major corporation, I would try for hundreds of millions, if not billions, man. Not four grand. What the hell are you doing? Waste of time. If you're going to steal, steal properly. Come on. Steal properly. And lastly, in Louisiana, uh, a Catholic priest and two women were caught having a threesome at the altar of their church, St. Peter and Paul, after a passerby spotted them through the window having sex and reported them to the police. Yeah. When the police made the report, they specified the cause of the arrest was that the priest was fucking two women and not two altar boys. Ba-boom, ching. There you go. Zinger for the last one. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys listening. That's the monologue. Stick around for more of the Evening Cube. Misha P. Zach coming up next. Ciao. Up north.
Welcome back to the show, everyone. Hello there. Um, you know, one thing I forgot to say before the monologue was, uh, uh, I hope everyone had a good Easter, um, Easter weekend there for everyone who celebrates it. Um, not that anyone really, really cares nowadays, uh, what it actually means. It's more just to have, have a, a long weekend, right? A day off. Um, but I hope everyone, you know, found some Easter eggs, uh, hidden somewhere under their porch or wherever in the ground somewhere. Um, and had a good time with their families, eating a lot of food. I know I sure did. Uh, that's why I'm so fat now. Really, really fat. Super fat. Um, which I gotta lose weight for now. So that's my problem. Um, but yeah. Uh, you know, we were actually planning to release an episode, an Easter episode last week. But, uh, you know, it was just a little, little difficult. A few things came up and we didn't get around to it. So that's why we're back with you this week. And fortunately, unfortunately, there's no episode uh, Easter special. So... Maybe next year, though. But, you know, this is what we're going to try and do. We're going to try and do um, special episodes for all these kind of holidays and stuff, you know, because there really is a lot to say about these holidays. And, we, you know, we can, we can you know, make light on them and have a good time talking about them. So, um, and, of course, you know, our guest co- comedian, uh, Mr. Misha there, um, will tell you some unfunny jokes about it anyway. So whether you like to hear it or not, but... And speaking of Misha Peterzak, uh, here he is right now. Misha, come on out. Are you ready? Oh, wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, sit down, sit down, please. Thank you, thank you for having me back, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Uh, my name is Misha Peterzak, but you already know that. That's right. Um, You know, but guys, you know, I've been feeling a little bummed recently, like always. I don't know what it is, but, you know, sometimes, this time, you know, it's because the coronavirus seems like it's on its way to being treated, really. I mean, people are getting vaccinated. You know, people are immunizing themselves from the disease. It makes me depressed, man. I mean, coronavirus is great, man. It's a good thing for the world. I think more people need to get, uh, need this um, to happen uh, more than they realize. You know, I'm serious, man. More people need to get the virus. You need to get exposure into people. But before you get on me this, um, hear, hear, me, hear me out. Before you get on me about this, let me explain what I mean. Think about it, okay? The world is overpopulated anyway, right? There's way too many people on this earth. Most scientists say that our natural resources are going to be exploited to extinction in our lifetime anyway, right? I, I, I remember when I was in high school, experts were predicting that some uh, some of the uh, resources like oil, for instance, um, you know, were going to be used up in the next 50 to 60 years at the rate we're going at, you know, so by that math... Uh, that essentially means that since that was 10 years ago, meaning we might run out in around the 2050s or 2060s, right? A lot of us will still be alive by then, obviously. So think about this for a second. 
Um, scientists have been saying that the planet's population growth needs to be slowed down anyway. Uh, so the coronavirus is a freebie, guys. It's a freebie. You want to get rid of some population? Coronavirus, man. That's what it is. I'm telling you, we need some people to die, okay? Even though I never wish that on anyone to die, but it is necessary sometimes, you know? It's a freebie. It's literally landed in our laps, and we're trying to stop it? Come on. I mean, countries like China were instituting one-child policies for years, you know, for families to slow the population growth, right? I mean, now they have two-children policies because people were losing their minds not being able to have dirty, unprotected sex, right? Who would have thought that, eh? The Chinese being dirty sex addicts, huh? I mean, I can't imagine it's, you know, it's sexy when they have sex. I mean, because the Chinese languages of Mandarin and Cantonese aren't really considered sexy languages compared to, you know, the romantic languages like Francais, Espanol, Italiano. You know what I'm saying? You know, I know from experience. Excuse me while I just get my drink. One second. My non-alkalized, non-alkalized carbonated water, right? Because we're in the car. There we go. Excuse me. Uh, there we go. Cheers. Ooh, really refreshing. Oh, man. But, yeah, like I said, you know, I know from experience, because I lived in France for two years after university, and I, I had a couple of French girlfriends. Not at the same time, I should clarify. But, however, it wouldn't have been uncommon uh, to have multiple women at the same time in a country like that. I mean, the society, because it's very personable and romantic, uh, with the bisou bisou on each cheek, you know what I'm saying? When you greet people. But anyway, when I found, uh, when I would have sex with my girlfriend at the time, it was just so beautiful, right? Because it, it's, it's really beautiful when two people are making love in a language like French, you know? We would start going at it, you know, and it just, just got to that point where we just start making noises like, uh, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, we, 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 ah, uh, putain, ah, uh, ah, uh, putain, t'es trop grand, lèche ma chatte, lèche ma chatte, s'il te plaît, oui, oui, oh, mm, and then finish off with a cigarette, alright, just like Miles was talking about earlier, finish with a cigarette, yeah, imagine that whole language. Or imagine that whole experience in a language like Mandarin, for instance, right? It would it'd be something like, instead of like, oh, wee, 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 it would be something like, something like that. Kind of sounded like Michael Jackson at the end there. I don't know what happened. Um, but still, you know, not as sexy, right? Uh, anyway, coronavirus, it takes care of this problem. We should, we should be thanking the Chinese for introducing it, uh, into the world, as, as well for their, their cheap knockoffs of products that we can buy on Alibaba instead of paying full price on Amazon, right? I believe there shouldn't even be lockdown in countries, really. Everything should just be like it was pre-COVID, open with no restrictions, let the people that are scared be scared, and let the people that don't really give a shit 
Just do what they want and contract the virus and die. Who cares? Life's too short to live in fear. That's what the old people would say. That's why they weren't afraid of getting coronavirus at first, because, you know, they're not they're not afraid. So good on them. Good on them. You want to die? Go die. Um, yeah. Sorry, I don't want to be offensive to anyone. Um, but, you know, sometimes you, these things just have to be said. So remember what it was like when the first lockdowns were happening and everyone was so scared. Right, so they stayed inside. The streets were empty, man. There was no, there was no traffic. You could get anywhere you wanted to, so much faster. It was great, man. I remember I was still living in Vancouver at the time, and when the first lockdown happened, it could, I could get from one corner of the city to the other in like 45 minutes, man. That never happens. That route usually takes about two hours with traffic and everything, right? Imagine if everything took half the time, right? Your one-hour commute to work would turn into half an hour, meaning an extra half hour half an hour of sleep every night, meaning less stress, meaning less hair loss, meaning better sleep, meaning less risk of developing medical conditions such as obesity, high blood pressure, etc. Meaning better quality of life, meaning you look better, meaning you're happier on a more consistent basis, meaning you're more likely to find your life partner, meaning you're more likely to have great sex as a result of being happier combined between the two of you, meaning more likely to get married, meaning more likely to have kids, meaning better chances of having at least one of them becoming successful in life, meaning that they could pay off your mortgage, meaning you could... uh, have a better retirement, meaning better old people sex, meaning better life expectancy. You see how that works? You see how coronavirus can be a good thing? Right? Yeah. Clap for that. But I bet that every single one of you has or has had someone in your life that if they contract a coronavirus, you would not be sad for them. You know what I mean? That teacher you never really liked because he gave you bad grades. You always thought he had it out for you or something. You know, you see his name and face on the TV one day and on the nightly news program saying that he passed away from the virus. You wish you could have said to him, shouldn't have given out all those C's because C stands for karma, bitch. (laughs) Then you find out karma starts with a K. Anyway, embarrassing, right? (laughs) Or for others, it may... Maybe that priest at church you, who you lost your virginity to. Ouch. Ooh. Chances are that he is an elderly man. And if he's still alive today, when you find out that he has succumbed to the virus, you're like, fuck you, father. I hope that Satan comes up from the depths of the earth with his devilish laugh, so strong that it rumbles the earth's core, opening up a massive hole for you to fall into on your way to hell. But as you're falling down into the depths of the earth, The roots of the trees are scraping your face as you go by, as well as future ghosts of Harvey Weinstein and Larry Nassar pushing you further down as you go by while they're trying to make it out back onto the Earth's surface because of what they've done to people in this world. (laughs) And just as you can start to see the rooftop of Satan's house and you start to get closer and closer while you're falling, you know, just before you land on Satan's property, you feel someone catch you from behind by the back of your shirt and start to lift you up again towards your surface. And while you're bedding, while you're being lifted up again, you turn your head around to see who it is, and you realize that it's God who has come to save you. He says, I have come for you, brother, for it is I who feels you do not deserve this level of punishment for your pedophile sins that you have committed during your life. And he lifts you up higher and higher, uh, higher than the Earth's surface, up into the Earth's atmosphere to the last level where gravity still exists, and then drops you again from higher. So once again, 
You see how coronavirus can be a good thing? That's right. Thanks for listening, guys. I'm Ichi Beerzak. Ciao. Coming all the way from Canada. Keep on traveling all the world. To bring to you right here. To this rap. Live from T-Dot. From the 416. You know how we do. Up north. You know how we do up north. Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show Up late, all night, working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes, working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of bright lights, getting ready to rock the show When I first started, I wasn't sure if I would make it But I told myself to keep persevering, I gotta take it advantage of this opportunity i created for myself because nobody's gonna give you free money you gotta rake it big bills come with problems but i don't want to think about them all i know is that buffalo had some issues now they got josh allen inspired by the creation of magic at his fingers you know i do the same with my lady but i let it linger my mama told me to never say these things about a woman but she also told me to never get in this game because i wouldn't be chosen however i'm a little more confident that i can get it in i can hold my own i got nothing to show for my last career i stopped wasting time it's time to start over now it's time to get up and start the show Black shoes on my toes, tuxedo Cornrow sweating a little bit of heavy Don't know if I'll ever be ready to be Completed with the greats But one thing's for sure If you want some more Gotta go door to door Trying to be seen But now everybody hear me So come with me on this journey They say never said never So I chose to be late ah! Up late, all night Working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes Working on my flow Every time I get up on stage Man, all the ladies know That I came to perform In front of bright lights Getting ready to rock the show Up late, all night Working in the studio Writing rhymes, making dimes Working on my flow Every time I get up on stage, man, all the ladies know That I came to perform in front of right lights Getting ready to rock the show Now that the speed's more appropriate I gotta go create, not procreate Got deals with record labels, makes me feel good But wait, can we hold up and negotiate? I say this only cause I got more to offer Rap's kinda cool, but I can go farther I feel like I'm a triple that you don't even know yet But looking at me like I'm Vince Carter <laughs> Y'all probably think of what you talk about Telling jokes to make a record's what I'm all about Ain't nothing you say that can make my day Cause I'm ballin' now I got two languages in my back pocket Getting ready to reload and cock it Competitors confirm that they can't stop Because the speed of rap branch is quite shocking Est-ce que tu comprends ce que je te dis Pendant que je t'accasse la tête en baisant ta fille Y'a pas qu'un jour qui me dérange Sans fait faux pétence que tu me dis que t'as pas fini A décidé qu'un rapport tu vas signer à ta maison de 10 Pense évident que je suis le rappeur Tu tiens, moins de risques Grande cassiste, c'est jour à Nice C'est pas pareil de Paris, à Paraty C'est la qualité de vie que je pense que je mérite Et pour les gens qui pensent que je suis pas capable Dans ce game je les quitte Voilà mon serment, je crois que j'ai tout fini Les poteaux, il est bilingue lui Oh mec je savais pas Il est lourd quand même Ouais il est fort Ouais je le respecte Hein. Hey frère, t'as pas une clope pour moi s'il te plaît.